When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Does Halbrand have a dark secret on the Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power? Hey, what's up, Hobbit heads? Yeah, I didn't really like that one either, but hey, there's a brand new episode of Lord of the Rings, the Rings of Power, and that means more juicy clues, Easter eggs, and mysteries to uncover. Between orcs terraforming the Southlands and a trip to sunny, miserable Numenor, there's a lot to explore in this week's episode. But the biggest question revolved around one of its most mysterious new characters, Halbrand. So, who exactly is this roguish ne'er-do-well anyway? Well, we have a theory that Halbrand has a dark secret, even darker than what he told Galadriel. We're gonna break it all down for you in just a moment, but to do so, we have to spoil what happens in the latest episode. So if you haven't seen it yet and you're worried about that sort of thing, tread carefully. Okay, let's get into it, shall we? Let's establish what we actually know about Halbrand so far. Played by Charlie Vickers, Halbrand's an original character created for the Rings of Power. He's basically a tabula rasa, a blank slate onto which we can project any and all of our wildest theories. Now, we know that he's a human who hails from the Southlands. He was conveniently on a raft in Galadriel's path. His family was, shall we say, quite involved in the War of Wrath. He displays shocking strength in a street fight, and he has a marked interest in smithing. That all sounds pretty normal for a human in the world of Middle-earth, right? Well, in Halbrand's case, we might want to take him at his own words. Looks can be deceiving. The prevailing theory right now is that Halbrand isn't really who he says he is, and we don't just mean that in a Strider versus Aragorn kind of way. Or do we? More on that in just a moment. So far, there's quite a bit of evidence pointing towards the idea that Halbrand is actually Sauron in disguise. Case in point, canonically, Sauron took on a disguise during the Second Age as Anatar, the Lord of Gifts. This disguise ultimately worked wonders, quite literally, as he used it to convince the elven smiths of Eregion to craft the Rings of Power. And what is Celebrimbor's big motivation in this show so far? To build a massive forge capable of creating items of massive power using Feanor's hammer and some old elbow grease, but you know what I'm saying. When Galadriel tracked down Sauron's forces in the Faradwaite, she discovered Sauron's mark, which was also on her brother's chest. And that's weird, because we now know it's actually a map of the Southlands. It's a blueprint for Sauron's future home of Mordor. Galadriel found that mark in the Faradwaite in what appeared to be a blacksmithing workshop in that remote fort, so clearly Sauron has been practicing. Now, who else have we seen demonstrate a pronounced interest in crafting? That's right, Halbrand. <laughs> telling you there is not another man on this isle that knows this craft better than I. Under the auspices of trying to get steady work in Numenor, he begs a local blacksmith to let him use the forge. Sauron is clearly searching for both forges to create the Rings of Power and elite blacksmith that he can corrupt or tempt into undertaking this ill-advised project. Now, as Anatar, the Lord of Gifts, Sauron proved himself to be immensely charismatic and influential. We also saw Halbrand resist giving in to his darker impulses at the local tavern before trying to win hearts and minds with free booze. And yes, it was ultimately a scam to steal a guild crest, but it's in keeping with Sauron's ammo and Numenor of corrupting the populace. 
Sauron manipulated the Numenorean people to worship the Dark Lord Morgoth, which is fitting considering that Halbrand reveals his family was deeply involved with Morgoth's side during the War of Wrath. Now, when Sauron was first brought to Numenor, he was also imprisoned, much like we see happen with Halbrand here. Galadriel believed that Halbrand could be the man needed to unite the people of the Southland's dirty Morgoth worshippers, though they may have been. Sauron's plan, as laid out by his map markers, is to create a realm of their own where evil would not only endure, but thrive, a plan to be enacted in the event of Morgoth's defeat by his successor in that same area of the Southlands. So if Halbrand is Sauron, then this is Galadriel's worst impulse yet. And by the way, is there a juicier pairing than the big bat of the show pretending to be pals with the warrior trying to hunt him down? I mean, maybe only Cherry Tomatoes and Denethor, but this is still a pretty juicy pairing. But with that said, Halbrand isn't the only contender in this game of Secret Sauron. We also see a blurry figure towards the end of the episode, someone worshipped by the orcs named Adar. In the elvish language of Sindarin, Adar translates to Father, which seems like an appropriate title to confer on the Dark Lord whom you serve. And if we are getting hot Sauron on this show, maybe it translates to Daddy. Now, this could be Sauron in a mortal body, or maybe it's the prototypical version of his Anatar disguise. The silhouette certainly looks like it has elfin features, and we know that Sauron had a ton of aliases. Sauron was said to have many names in days of old. Perhaps this is one of them. However, it's equally possible that this isn't Sauron at all, but rather another leader of some dark cult of Morgoth making a power play now that there's no heir apparent to be the next Dark Lord. Tolkien wrote about cults in Middle-earth numerous times, and they were going to be a prime focus in his abandoned sequel to Lord of the Rings as well. Plus, we've seen some pretty creepy-looking figures in white robes performing dark magic in the trailers for this show, so maybe Adar's connected to them as well. Now, another detail to note is that in Tolkien lore, orcs were first created from elves who were corrupted by dark sorcery, evil spirits, and relentless torture. Now, given the translation to father, Adar could be the first elf or one of the first elves corrupted by darkness from whence these orcs sprang. Now, look, I know, it's definitely a bit of a stretch, but much like with Hallbrand, it seems like they want to keep us guessing. Either way, when it comes to Adar, it looks like filial piety's back on the menu, boys. <laughs> Why do they talk like that? So, if Hellbrand isn't Sauron, then who is he? Well, given the clear Aragorn parallels to this character, our current theory is that he could be an eventual king of men. Much like Aragorn, Halbrand doesn't want to be king, and he clearly feels ashamed by the failures of his ancestors. The same blood flows in my veins. Plus, his first instinct is to kneel in front of the Queen Regent Muriel, showing he clearly knows a thing or two about courtly manners. Kneel. No one kneels in Numenor. Sorry. Halbrand's people hail from the Southlands, which is going to be imminently terraformed into Mordor. So where could Halbrand unite his people to rule in the meantime? Well, maybe he could look to the west in the White Mountains. Now, the White Mountains were settled by men during the Second Age, but they were eventually taken over by evil Sauron worshippers. And these folks ultimately broke their oath to aid Isildur during the War of the Last Alliance against Sauron. These traitors were then cursed by Isildur, which turned them into restless spirits, an army of the dead, as we saw in Return of the King. 
Now, remember Galadriel's very first line of the show? Nothing is evil in the beginning. That's intended to describe Sauron, but here it could also apply to Halbrand. He wants to escape his family's legacy of darkness, but he could wind up just as fallible and corruptible as his fellow men. Halbrand could even be that notorious king of the dead, if not the ancestor of said traitorous king. Now, as Halbrand himself tells us, I am not the hero you seek. Whether or not Halbrand is Sauron, or Adar is Sauron, or they're both two Saurons in a trench coat, they're both ultimately after the same thing. That broken shadowy sword that Theo discovered in the Southlands. Because in addition to Sauron's map markers, the orcs are scouring the countryside in search of this weapon. They're searching for something. Some sort of weapon, perhaps. This is clearly an item of immense power, and it bears a striking visual similarity to a Morgul blade, the same kind of weapon we saw the Nazgul use. However, it also bears a striking visual similarity to another broken blade that plays a major role in the lore of the rings. I'm talking about Narsil, the longsword that Isildur used to cut the one ring from Sauron's hand during the War of the Last Alliance. This blade was later inherited by Aragorn, who resisted it and his birthright at first until it was reforged into Andoril and used in crucial battles in Return of the King. More importantly, it was a symbol that legitimized Aragorn and let men rally to his call. And what other similarities do we see? Hmm, I can't quite put my finger on it. Watch it. Still sharp. This sword will likely play a similar role on the show. It could be an heirloom for Halbrand's family, who again allied themselves with Morgoth's dark forces, which would explain why it's such an evil-looking weapon. And that would also potentially legitimize him as the King of the Southlands. The strong implication here is that whoever wields this weapon can lay claim to the Southlands and or Mordor and either embrace or rebuff the darkness, respectively. Regardless, this evil weapon is clearly of great importance, and we'll see who winds up wielding it as the show unfolds. Anyway, folks, there you have it. Those are our best theories about who Halbrand actually is, what dark secret he might be harboring, and who the heck Adar could be as well. We'll keep you posted as new episodes air, and we have plenty of other Rings of Power deep dives for you in the meantime over on Nerdist. For now, though, tell us, what did you think of this episode? What do you think of our theories? And who do you think is Sauron? Call me Halbrand. Let us know in the comments below, and for the latest and greatest in the world of pop culture, make sure you stay tuned to Nerdist.com. 